Hey, welcome to The Abundant Artist, a podcast for creatives looking to create more abundance in their lives, more happiness, more results, more money. I'm Whitney Eland. I'm an actor, writer, and certified life coach, and I'm going to show you exactly how to start feeling better and how to go after your creative ambitions. Hello, wonderful artists. I hope that you are having an amazing day whenever you are listening to this. If you're in the United States and it is Thanksgiving week, so happy Thanksgiving. I am so grateful for each of you who are part of this community, whether you are my clients, you are my podcast listeners, you are my followers on Instagram. I am grateful for you. And I'm so grateful just to feel so supported by a community of artists who value this kind of work, who value putting themselves first and making changes and their own growth. So thank you for being part of my life. Today, I want to first off drop this controversial opinion that I have, which is that writer's block is not real. <laughs> I believe that writer's block comes from self-limiting thoughts when we believe that there is a limit of creative ideas and when we believe that our creative ideas are not good enough. Essentially, if you have created a space in your brain and in your body where you believe that your ideas are stupid, that your ideas are not valid, that your ideas are not worthy, then your little, like the creative soul inside of you is not going to feel safe enough to show up. It is not going to give you the ideas that you um, that are actually inspired, that are actually exciting. We've talked before about you know making work for your haters. I think that some of you also get into that. I know I have definitely done it myself. And luckily I feel like I have a very clear sense now for when I'm making art for my haters and when I'm making art that is inspiring and lit up for me. And this is something that I've broken down in the Abundant Artist Academy. We have a creating your own work section where I break down not only the mindset, but also the step-by-step process for creating your own work, especially in terms of films. So if that is something that is interesting to you, then of course, join us on the inside there. But I also just want to talk on here about this idea of like creative block or writer's block or, you know, I know there are a lot of visual artists, there are a lot of musicians, there are a lot of filmmakers, writers, actors, all of that. And those moments that we think that we're just like out of ideas, again, this is coming from thinking that our ideas are not valid or thinking that you have to have like a perfect idea, something like that. I want to offer an analogy that I think actually has a couple of different ways of looking at it. What I would call the analogy of John Eulin's basal plans. And I'm going to say this is John Eulin's because as John has said on this podcast, he is the VP of living things in our home. So I'm not going to take credit for this and you're going to know why in a second. But we bought a basil plant and I love having fresh basil. It is just like one of those things that just it makes me so happy. One of the things that I really love about a basil plant is sometimes the inclination can to be like, oh my God, like I don't wanna like overdo this. It's growing so beautifully. Like let's just try to like save and like conserve this basil. But what actually happens is if you go and you pick a leaf, usually two leaves will grow in its place. And it's the pruning of the basil plant that actually enables it to grow. And I would like to offer that this is the same with your creative ideas. When you go and you pick them and you tend to it and you know, you're watering it and you're using those creative ideas and you're, you're like making art, it is just giving your creative soul like more space to continue to grow and flourish. I have seen like so many artists who think that they need to save their creative ideas. Like they'll have an idea, they're like, this is my best idea. This is like my magnum opus. So I have to wait until I am like 
at the top of my game to make this one. So I need to start with something else, right? So they're like, it's like they're saving their basil plants and they're like, I can't pick this one. That's like the big one. Like I need to wait on that one. But I would offer that when you don't, when you just sit on it, then you are actually stunting more leaves to grow. I feel like with all of my like best work that I'm the most proud of, it's always, I'm like, well, this is as good as it's gonna get. This is for sure gonna be my best work. And yet every time that I follow it through and I tend to it and I give it love and I use that art, it creates space for new things. And I'm kind of at this place right now where I'm sitting on a couple of ideas. And I do think that there is a lot of validity in productive procrastination, which is when you like when you procrastinate on purpose, right? So what this is, I have this, these ideas and I'm, I've just kind of been sitting on them and trying to figure out what they are, but just not quite feeling quite ready to start writing them yet. And I feel like even just in the last couple of days, being like, oh, these are the lessons that I needed to learn that are getting me closer to being able to write it. So I think that there is an element of that, but I also have developed a pretty deep trust with myself to be able to tell, okay, when am I avoiding this? And when am I like productively sitting on it and letting it marinate and letting it grow a little bit? So that's another skill that I think is like absolutely worth mentioning and, and something again. Okay, so back to this basil plant. This is the part that why I'm saying this is a John's basil plant not mine is because there can also be this idea like the flip side so and you know all of this work in coaching is it's really an art it's about knowing yourself and knowing your inclination so some of you might be sitting on some ideas and afraid to pick the basil plant and some of you might be pulling a john newland okay and what john did is he got so obsessed with this plant he loved it so hard that he overwatered it and he overpruned it and it died okay so he was overdoing it and he just like, you guys, John does not have a mean bone in his body. It was absolutely coming out of love. And he really was just trying to be a good plant dad, but he just, he overdid it. And so, and all of this can come from thinking that your ideas are not good enough and you need more and you need to go harder and you need to go faster. So what this can look like if you're a writer is writing a ton of shitty ideas, ideas that you don't actually believe in that much. But, and, and one way that this will come up a lot is you can notice if you're trying to reverse engineer stories, okay? So if you're at the point, and maybe this is the same, like, I, you know, I've talked to some of my visual artists, same thing where it's like, okay, but the galleries want this, right? Or musicians, they're like, but these are the kind of things that are going viral on TikTok, right? If you are trying to reverse engineer your work and make it to what you think that other people want, you are over picking your basil plant. You are going at it too hard, too fast. You're not tending to it carefully enough to actually see the speed at which it wants to grow. And y'all, I freaking, I get it. Like it is like, y'all know I'm in post-production. Hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll be like really ready to go. But it's really hard to sit on an idea. Like I, especially like if y'all know my story a little bit, like my first piece that I produced was a web series and I started it as a creative project because I just, my soul was just dying. <laughs> as an actor, I was like, I cannot wait on the phone to ring anymore. Like, because it wasn't ringing. And I was like, this is crushing my soul. And I just need to feel like there's a character I can play and something for myself to do. And I had no money and I had no crew. So I shot it on my iPhone and I wrote the episodes myself and I invited my friends to be on it and the episodes were like probably two minutes too long each they're like four minutes or something but they could have been a lot short like I just look at it though and I have so much freaking love for it it is like such a shoddy piece of work and yet it means so much to me but 
all this to say when I was making it, I was like, hey, I'm going to do one of these episodes every two weeks. And I gave myself that. So it was like, hey, week one, I'm writing it. Week two, I'm going to shoot it and edit it. That and like pull and like produce it, all of that. And that was like so fun. And it became this churning thing. And that year it was like, I think I produced two short films and also a pilot. So I really loved that, like, go run, run, like keep going, keep making work. And then, you know, getting to the place where I'm at with a feature, I actually don't have the capacity to continue to create because this feature is such a behemoth to me and it needs so much tending to and so much caring to. And I know, again, this is not everyone, but I know for myself, if I were to continue to push and like I could, I could absolutely push and make a short film, but I don't have any ideas right now that would be that. And I don't have the capacity to continue make outside of this, right? And outside of also my auditioning and percolating on these ideas that I'm going to write and all of that. But I know that I could continue to push and write more things and to produce more things and to act in, in these things. But I also have to look at, okay, but at what cost? Because I know that for me, that would be overdoing it and that would be picking too much of the basal plan. And it would be coming from the place of not believing that the feature film, this project that I already have so much of my heart in, is good enough and thinking that it's not going to be successful, right? And again, it's really freaking hard to just sit on one idea when you want to be in that chase and in that like hustly mode when that's something that you've been used to. But again, this is a this is all an art, not a science. Not everyone's going to be the same way. Some people, it's like they pick one leaf and immediately to bloom and it isn't that over pruning and they can just go, go, go. But it's about learning your sensitivity. For me, for my nervous system, that is not the place that I am at at this current moment. And again, all of these are things that we continue to clarify. To All of this work with coaching is about getting to know yourself and getting to know your sensitivities and your sensibilities and learning what works best for you and how to create in a really productive way and make the art that you're so fucking proud of. So if this is something that you're interested in or something you feel stuck on, join us in the Abundant Artist Academy. We have trainings coming out every single month on creating your own work and of course you have lifetime access to coaching with me to get over any of your mindset blocks to check in like one of my thing favorite things to do is like when I have a client come with me and they're like okay I'm ready to go I'm an actor and I'm gonna start making my own work and we break down the reasons and we look at and sometimes it's not the right time and other times it is and so we can always find that out but I would encourage you to to do that work and to not just either hoard your ideas for later but also not to over prune them and to kill your basal plant like John Newland did. Anyway, I hope you'll have an amazing day. I'm so grateful for you and I hope you have an awesome week. Happy Thanksgiving. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening. If you're ready to take this work even deeper and up-level your life and career, follow the link in my show notes to coach with me in the Abundant Artist Academy, my group coaching program for creatives who are tired of being struggling artists and who are ready to start creating more in their lives more happiness, more bookings, and more money. I'll see you on the inside.